This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. There's nothing better than a good day at the salon. Whether you're there to change your hair to the newest unicorn fashion colors or simply there to revitalize your curls, there's nothing more relaxing than going into a salon and coming out feeling like a brand new rejuvenated person. And there are a plethora of options you can choose from to live your hair dreams. You can have your hair relaxed, bleached, dyed, curled, or pretty much whatever you want. But unfortunately for many of us, doing these things can leave us with ever so burdensome split ends or brittle hair. This is where Olaplex steps in. Since launching in 2014, Olaplex has become one of the most beloved hair treatments on the market. Out of seemingly nowhere, salons across the world were picking up on the new revolutionary hair treatment and touting it as a miracle cure for anyone's damaged hair, especially color-treated hair. It helped colored hair look brighter, strengthened your hair, and helped manage your most expensive and luxurious hair extensions. In short, it was a must-have for your every salon visit, and people were flocking to reap the benefits. But recently, news has come to light that has people second-guessing the supposed miracle cure. Was it really strengthening hair? Or was it making it fall out? All of a sudden, after years of success and praise on social media, Olaplex is facing new publicity from influencers and the general public on TikTok, YouTube, and more. One person on TikTok posted a video saying that after just four weeks of using Olaplex home treatments, they noticed that their hair was thinning and breaking. After posting a question to their followers, over 1,000 people chimed in to say that they shared the same experience. Soon, the accusations that Olaplex was ruining people's hair leapt from social media and into the courtroom as a barrage of women joined together to sue the company for damaging their hair. But it seemed like this might've been just the beginning because soon allegations were piling up claiming that the miracle hair cure was not only damaging people's hair, but it was allegedly damaging people's reproductive systems. Unfortunately, the hair care industry isn't new to controversy, and over the years, a shocking amount of brands have faced similar claims. Don't worry about it, we'll talk about those too. But what happened here? Why is the world's favorite hair care company under fire, and what does this mean for the industry and the sake of your hair in the long run? Let's untangle the hair industry, today on The Corporate Casket. Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. Today's video, we are going to be talking about the Olaplex. Today, I want to make one of my favorite product lines, Olaplex. Super simple for me. If there's a right way, Hey guys, way. welcome back to my channel. Thoughts on each individual Olaplex product and Olaplex as an entire Actually, brand. Olaplex number three. If With you have damaged hair, zero. I definitely do This is one of the more newer additions. And because... This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This is the number zero. 
one way or another, most of us have been faced with some kind of hair care that absolutely ruined the integrity of our luscious locks. I know I have had multiple instances of switching my hair care brand only to find that my hair had been completely ruined and it would take months to bring my hair back to life. At one point in time, I used to dye my hair bleach blonde as a matter of fact, and I used to do it at home because I was broke more than anything and I couldn't afford to go to a hair salon. And when I finally could go into a hair salon, she essentially dyed my hair back to brown and was like, you're gonna like just have brown hair for two to three years while we let all this terrible hair like grow out so we can cut it off. But unfortunately, a lot of this seems to be just the way of the industry. But normally with massive brands that are used by salons all over the world, you wouldn't expect there to be these kinds of you know problems. The case of someone going to Sally Beauty Supply, picking up a bucket of bleach and bleaching their own hair at home and totally messing up the process. Not that I'm literally pointing out to anyone in particular <clears throat> myself. So when people started to come out with stories about Olaplex destroying their locks, it's pretty safe to say that most people were shocked. It all started when a group of women came together to file a lawsuit earlier this year against the company and claimed that they had, quote, lost their hair and developed bald spots. Additionally, some of the women claimed that they had been experiencing even worse symptoms from the treatment, ranging from rashes to burning to even open sores. The stress and anxiety of facing these conditions, some say, caused them to fall into depression. According to the lawsuit, Olaplex contained two primary ingredients that could have caused this reaction. One is called Lilidol, which during the whole other controversy, Olaplex claims to have removed it from their ingredient list. Though this lawsuit claims that they made this decision later than they promised to and are continuing to sell the product with the ingredient rather than pulling it all together. Of course, this is still just alleged at this point, but keep that ingredient in mind because we will be returning to it. Now, the other ingredient called Panthenol has been shown to cause allergic reactions, can cause dermatitis, and may lead to hair loss according to their complaint. The plaintiffs weren't asking for much in the long run, just a mere $75,000 in damages. So sure, you might be thinking for hair, but think about it. If your hair is falling apart and your scalp is extremely sensitive, that means you'll likely have to spend an exorbitant amount of money to get it fixed. Plus there's the emotional damage that comes with losing your hair. Losing your hair and just hair in general is a very sentimental thing to many people all around the world. People care about the way their hair looks, if it's thinning, if it's luscious, if it's long, if it's short, if it's damaged, if it's healthy, if it's colored, if it's not colored, people care about all those things. And when something happens to your hair that doesn't go according to plan or it's not the way you want it, it can really mess with a lot of people's emotional states. And that's not very uncommon. But all of that is to say, with that in mind, $75,000 isn't really that much to ask for. Beyond the accusations that Olaplex was causing people's hair to fall out at an alarming rate were the claims that they knew their products weren't safe. The lawsuits alleged that Olaplex had been falsely advertising their hair care line for years and concealing the side effects from the general public. To add to that, it has been alleged that the company focused on selling the extremely sought after hair care at luxury prices to pass them off as just that, luxury. When in reality, it really wasn't all that it seemed. Of course, Olaplex didn't just sit back and let people disparage their aptly built legacy and came out with a statement extensively denying the allegations. Hi everyone, my name is Julie Wong and I'm the CEO at Olaplex. I'm here today to address some misinformation about our brand, which I know is stressful and concerning. In a two minute video posted on Olaplex's Instagram, Julie Wong addressed the lawsuit as misinformation. Additionally, they went on to describe that the company was releasing research that showed third-party independent research proving that Olaplex did not cause hair loss or skin irritation. 
Olopex products do not cause hair loss or hair breakage. Our patented products are designed to relink broken disulfide hair bonds, not cause hair damage. We have released the test results from independent third-party laboratories. And so to Olaplex's credit, that's exactly what they did. They released a plethora of research results from the testing of their items. But there are a couple of red flags, at least to me, that I found in the research. Most of the results provided rely on a sample of just 50 participants. And while this is a great start, it isn't enough for generalization. Basically, it's just not enough people to generalize the results to the public. The studies also lost participants over time as shown in their chart labeling subject discontinued, which could lead to an error in the overall picture of data reporting. Additionally, most of the research provided by Olaplex tested purely for skin and scalp irritation, not hair loss. So even if we just take it as it is, it doesn't directly address the claims that Olaplex was making people's hair thin or fall out. It doesn't help that the response video released by the company was littered with comments from additional people who claimed that the treatment and specifically the Olaplex number three made their scalp feel inflamed or their hair dry. Following the commotion and immediate media coverage of the incident, the problem seemed to only get worse. 70 more people joined the lawsuit, bringing the grand total of people suing the company to over 100. While some customers who spoke out online have received refunds from the company, others are waiting to see how this lawsuit pans out. According to the plaintiff's lawyers, this case has brought on constant emails. So it may be possible that we'll see even more people coming in to join the fight. Obviously with this being such a new case, there has not been a solution to it yet, but I'm sure everyone who relies on this product is holding their breath to find out if yet another hair product will soon bite the dust. However, there are more accusations against the company that came out that caused a rising level of concern, a loss of fertility. Olaplex products have totally transformed my hair. I love them, but I'm not gonna lie. They can be really confusing just to figure out which products you should buy, how. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So in the interest of not spreading misinformation, I do need to clarify something at the very beginning of this section. Multiple researchers and specialists have come out to say that Olaplex does not cause infertility. Since this is a part of the Olaplex story and the information that has been spread about the company, I'm going to cover it. But again, I do wanna make it very, very clear that there is no scientific evidence that says that Olaplex does cause infertility, okay? Cool, so let's move forward and talk about how this rumor even started. Essentially out of nowhere, one day TikTok and other social media platforms absolutely exploded with rumors that Olaplex's items were responsible for causing infertility. Why would this sudden accusation happen? Well, because of a ban that was put in place in the UK on one of the ingredients that we mentioned in the last section called Liliol. In March, 2022, beauty companies in the UK were banned from selling any product containing the ingredient, otherwise known as BMHCA. At this time, the relatively common fragrance ingredient had been classified as a carcinogenic, mutagenic, and reprotoxic substance under the classification, labeling, and packaging regulation standards of the European Union and Great Britain. 
Now, it's not very shocking that some people would react quickly to this because it's pretty terrifying to hear that something you use often has been deemed to have possible negative effects on reproduction. It is important to note that these conclusions come from animal studies and not studies based on humans, which Olaplex itself would point out after the massive controversy. So upon hearing the news that this specific chemical was banned from products, people began to freak out a little bit. In the original production of certain Olaplex hair care, Liliol was used. I feel it's important to mention 1200 other beauty related items out there on the shelves at the time also used Liliol. After learning this information, the internet seemed to collectively lose their minds. And once again, this is a kind of predictable reaction. I would be upset too if I learned that my favorite product contained an ingredient that was now being labeled as a danger to reproduction. After the announcement, one content creator by the name of Hassini K went almost instantly viral when they posted a video with a caption that read, when you find out Olaplex is going to be banned in the EU and UK next month. During the video, Kay went on to describe that Olaplex number three contained the affected ingredient, though they did point out that the company would likely remove the ingredient soon or had reportedly already done so before the video was released. But this is the internet, so everyone seemed to ignore that last part. Instead, the comments were absolutely jam-packed with panicked fans of the cult product, concerned about their health and worried that they had been adversely affected by the hair care that they held so dear to their hearts. The rumors of Olaplex being dangerous for your reproductive health spread like wildfire across TikTok and Twitter, as rumors often do on social media, even when they aren't true. Olaplex was experiencing what many others who built their business on social media have before. It can bring you up when times are great and it can tear you down when rumors begin to spiral. So obviously it was time for them to respond. And I'll admit that they did so in spectacular fashion. To quickly dispel the rumors and put their committed fans to ease, Olaplex began a campaign on live Q and A's on their Instagram and TikTok accounts. But it wasn't just the CEO talking about the scandal. It wasn't even their employees. Instead, they enlisted the help of experts who were not at all affiliated with the company to address the sudden sense of concern and fear from the general public. They also took the time to point out that while the results of the study sounded extremely concerning, the animals had actually eaten the ingredient. It wasn't just placed onto their fur. So unless you were sitting around and drinking Olaplex, it was likely that it was not going to impact you in the long run. It was easy for the brand to remove it. It wasn't essential to their hair care and it didn't wind up being discontinued. Now this doesn't address the whole hair falling out accusations, but it did at least address the fertility claims. It seemed like the strategy worked pretty well in Olaplex's favor. As the CEO said, quote, the impact on sales was very minimal because of the mitigating factors that we implemented. When the things first came out, we did see a lot of concerns, but at this point in time, everything has been addressed given that we have disposed of the inventory. We were very quick in responding. So Olaplex walked away from the controversy relatively unscathed. Sure, some people certainly asked for refunds and will likely never turn to Olaplex again, just out of sheer precautions. But for the most part, this particular social media blitz didn't do much damage to their reputation. Though some of the jokes made at the time will forever make me laugh. Particularly the one that says, so you mean I can have great hair and no kids? And I mean, just come on now, it's, it's kind of funny. But remember, however, you might not get great hair either. That's also apparently a possibility. The event prompted some publications to come out with helpful tips and tricks to avoid mass confusion and alarm in the future. Always do your research. If you're seeing something about harmful ingredients spreading around your favorite product, make sure to look into it further. And sometimes you'll learn that it is in fact dangerous. Other times you'll learn that the internet is simply overreacting. 
Unfortunately for all of us, Olaplex is not the only hair care company that has been overwhelmed by scandal. Over the years, many others have faced accusations, lawsuits, and pushback. At some point, we've got to question, what the hell is actually going on in the hair care industry? Scalp care is not often at the top of our to-do list, but is an essential element in order to achieve beautiful, healthy looking curls. Start with Scalp Purify, an easy rinse liquid. I can't really feasibly sit here and go through every single hair care product that has been sued or enthralled in some sort of controversy. It would take us days, if not weeks or months. That's just how often this type of thing happens, unfortunately. But I can name a couple of the biggest. Near the end of 2019 and going into 2020, one of the most sought after hair care products for curly or wavy hair was thrown into the fire by the once loyal customers, Diva Curl. People were posting pictures on Facebook of their dry and lifeless curls and soon everyone seemed to get the picture. All of their hair had the same damage and they were all using the same things. While Diva Curl tried to release statements dispelling the rumors, the plan didn't seem to work overwhelmingly in their favor. After a while, many of the people who had reported dry, lifeless strands and even irreversible hair loss moved their criticism from the internet to the courtroom, bringing a class action lawsuit. While the plaintiffs sued on the grounds that Diva Curl had caused damage to their hair, they also alleged that the company had misrepresented the product and had lied to the customers about the safety and effectiveness of what they were selling. The case never went to trial, and instead Diva Curl, admitting no fault, agreed to a settlement of $5.2 million to the affected parties. In the end, over 40 of the company's products were included in the settlement agreement, which is just a very staggering number. But DivaCurl and Olaplex are not alone. There are many, many others that share in the company scandal. Frizz used to rule my life. Then my stylist clued me into a salon powerful frizz control. New Tresemme Keratin Smooth. Fights frizz for up Then to there is the Tresemme Keratin. This time, customers claimed that they had been sounding the alarm about the dangers of their hair care products since as early as 2013. According to a recent lawsuit, customers had been noticing that their hair was falling out, that they were developing bald spots, and that their scalps were becoming increasingly itchy as they used the keratin shampoos and conditioners. They claimed that they tried to tell the company, but that nobody listened. For something that was supposed to help control frizz and strengthen your hair, it seemed to be doing the opposite, and the lawsuit claims to know why. The hair care contains something called DMDM hydrantonin, which is quote, a formaldehyde donor. It's pretty common for this to be found in your hair care apparently as it makes them last longer and prolongs the ever important shelf life, but it can allegedly be quite dangerous. Scientists have been warning about the possible dangers of it since as early as the 1970s. According to researchers and multiple studies utilizing the patch tests, this one preventative has shown to be an incredibly common allergen which could explain why so many people have issues with a wide range of beauty products. Other studies have found that the preservative can cause dermatitis. A more recent study that was completed in 2015 found that the longer the preservative sits around or if it's subjected to warm temperatures, the more likely it is for the amount of formaldehyde in it to be released. This could be extremely dangerous and could possibly explain the accusations of hair loss and increasingly irritated scalps. Now, unless you're paying attention to studies of your favorite hair care, you would likely never know any of this. So when you walk into the salon or the store blissfully looking for the next best thing, you may actually pick up something that would be the complete opposite. It may not be your hair savior. It might be your hair nightmare. Now, this particular lawsuit is actually still in progress. So we're gonna have to wait and see if it grows or is simply settled like so many of the others have in the past. But why is this? Why is it just so common for hair products to actually damage our hair? 
Well, for one, the hair industry and the beauty industry as a whole is drastically unregulated, allowing companies to go about their business with minimal care for repercussions. After all, if the worst that can happen to a multi-million dollar or even multi-billion dollar company is a lawsuit that they can swiftly settle out of existence, then why pay the extra effort to make sure that their products are safe? Just out of the kindness of their hearts? That would be the optimistic viewpoint, but unfortunately, regulations have proven time and time again to be far more effective than optimism. In 2022, a new law was passed that sought to do just that, though it still has a bit of a way to go. The Modernization of Cosmetics Regulation Act of 2022, also known as MOCRA, as I'll be calling it that going forward too, because otherwise it is quite a mouthful. They brought some new practices that might be a little bit more pressure on the beauty industry to help properly vet the items before sending them out to the masses. For one, the FDA is now legally capable of issuing mandatory recalls of items that have been found to be unsafe. Before this, they could pretty much just strongly suggest that companies pull them, and as you can imagine, this has had some pretty damning consequences. Additionally, Mocra requires that companies now disclose the fragrance ingredients that are commonly known to be allergens to the FDA. But there's a catch. They don't have to disclose this to their consumers. So unless the FDA feels like these allergens are bad enough to completely recall something, it's possible that consumers will still be left in the dark as they have been for years. Hopefully the requirement that companies have to disclose their ingredients will make them take pause and maybe take some precautionary measures, but that's not an overwhelming guarantee. There's still a very long way to go to regulate one of the least regulated industries in the US. If we want to see more regulation and more accountability from the multi-billion dollar beauty industry, it might be time to make our voices heard. The lawsuits piling on companies are a great first step, but it also may be beneficial to call your local lawmakers. Demand more accountability and transparency from an industry that provides items to pretty much every human on earth. And in the meantime, a lot of the responsibility seems to fall on the consumer. And hello, today's first sponsor is me. Uh, if you didn't know, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Illuminati. So if you just wanna hang out in a great community where we have lots of VCs to hang out, games we play, movies we watch, and of course, some really cool perks like some letters from Casper, monthly Q and A's, ad-free episodes, bonus episodes that sometimes are a little too spicy that just can't go on YouTube for a variety of reasons and a whole lot more, make sure to check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Illuminati. So there are a lot of things to consider when choosing the right hair care. Like pretty much everything else in the world, it's not a one size fits all type of thing. First things first, you need to figure out what kind of hair you have. What's your specific texture, your curl pattern? Do you have problems with a dry scalp? That'll help narrow down some of it for you. Then it's time for research. If you have a particular brand that you really want to try, look through their history, look at the company and see if they have any pending lawsuits or even past ones. If they're in the past, have they changed their ingredients? If not, then maybe it might be safer to stray away from these companies. As always, be careful with the word natural. That word isn't regulated and the hair care industry is barely regulated. So that can all be a pretty risky combination. For example, the Herbal Essences Wild Naturals line has been sued for false advertising. Tresemme Naturals has been sued for labeling its product as completely natural when in actuality, they contained multiple synthetic and chemical ingredients. Again, just because something says it's natural does not mean it is. And this brings us to the ingredient list. Always, 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 always read the ingredients. Consumer Notice has a list of dangerous ingredients you may want to avoid while browsing the hair care aisle. 
Some are not particularly concerning. They aren't likely to make your hair fall out or other things of that nature, but it may have the opposite effect of what you're buying the hair products for. For example, mineral oil, which is found in abundance of moisturizers, might end up actually stripping your hair of moisture and weighing it down instead. Sulfates, which often account for the lather in your hair shampoo, can lead to dry skin and frizzy hair. Then there are some ingredients that account for some more severe side effects, formaldehyde being one of the most notable. Before you decide on your next hair care routine, it may be good to give some products a quick Google, go through their ingredients, and take the time to consider the benefits and risks. Of course, if this isn't something you're particularly excited to do, you can choose the other option. You can turn to the professionals. Ask your favorite stylist what their favorite product is. Discuss the benefits and risks of how they might impact your hair. After all, your hair care expert probably knows your hair better than you do, so it could be a great resource to turn to. This can have its drawbacks too. I mean, plenty of stylists have recommended Olaplex, but in the wild west of the industry, there is no perfect solution. We all dream of having the perfect hair, the kind we see on TV in every hair care commercial ever made. But as the beauty industry remains widely unregulated, this can be a difficult dream to bring to fruition. So for now, be sure to do some due diligence before picking your next favorite hair care routine. Everything might not be as it seems, and hey, it's better safe than itchy and balding, right? But with all of that being said, that is where we're going to end today's episode of The Corporate Casket. I hope you learned something new here today. And if you did, make sure that you're liking, following, and subscribing to stay up to date on all the latest information. As always, I thank you so much for spending a couple minutes of your time here with me today. I know there's a million and a half things in the world you could be doing, and yet you're here. So thank you. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want the ad-free versions of this episode or even more episodes, again, patreon.com Illuminati. Thanks so much for watching, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.